0: Welcome to Dropping Gems with your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian, where we discuss various facets of holistic health and wellness that assist with creating a positive mindset, providing tips for nourishing the body, and uplifting the spirit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dropping Gems. I am your host, holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian. And on today's show, I'll be starting off with a four square guided breathing meditation that you definitely wanna stay tuned for. And that'll be right after the break. And during the course of the show, today's guest will be Dr. Leroy Lott, He's a doctor of acupuncture so he'll be coming on to talk about the benefits of acupuncture Especially for those who are dealing with various types of depression so stay tuned for that And of course as always we'll be having high vibrational music as I always like to play from independent artists So I also want to know if you're an independent artist and you want your song to be played on my radio show Be sure to Send me an email, shoot me an email at info at keishachristian.com for consideration for your song to be played on my radio show. So we're going to be taking a short break and we'll be right back. You are listening to Dropping Gems.
1: If you are seeking a midwinter getaway, look no further. The Rewind Network has your back. Join us for a weekend of love, love. at the Woodlock Pine Resort in Holly, PA. March 4th through 6th, 2022. This is not your ordinary weekend getaway. We've got the lights and we've got the action. This will be a star-studded event. Experience a fashion show powered by Pure Romance by Venice on Insta Line and Dropping Jim's Clothing Line. Catch the vibe all weekend long with Bang! sounds from the Rewind Radio Network DJs and special guests schmooze and groove during the house music day party powered by Jackson's Cafe hosted by Stacy Jackson all this while enjoying a list of amenities and breakout sessions around the fabulous resort developing concert artist line to be announced It's all-inclusive and just for you within our illustrious package, A Weekend of Love. Presented by The Rewind Network. For booking information, contact Vanya 516-770-2196.
0: Venice Richards, your Pure Romance Consultant, has been enhancing the lives of women since 2011 with spa, beauty products, and lingerie. Contact her at 631-943-1868. Or you could even visit her website at pierromance.com slash Richards. Welcome back to Dropping Gems. On today's meditative moment, I will be doing a grounding breathing meditation called Four Squared Breathing. It actually can be quite helpful as it assists with calming you down. It's also beneficial as it allows you to have entry to parts of your nervous system that we may not be able to control with our thoughts. Now, I want you to become grounded Get into a comfortable position, whether you are seated, laying down, and you could choose to leave your eyes open or to close them. Right now, I want you to imagine yourself breathing along a square. So at the top of the square, you're going to inhale for a count of four seconds. So let's, let's do it together, you inhale for a count of four, one, two, three, four, and then you're going to hold your breath for a count of four. One, two, three, four. Now you're going to imagine, we just went at the top of the square, we went to the side of the square, now we're at the bottom of the square and you're gonna go across the bottom of the square and you're going to exhale for a count of four. One, two, three, four. Now, going to the top of the square, you're gonna hold your breath for a count of four. One, two, three, four. All right, we're gonna do that one more time. We'll do it together. I know it's the first time You might be doing an exercise like this, a breathing exercise like this. So we're gonna do it again. So we're gonna start with holding. We're gonna start with inhaling for a count of four. So you're gonna inhale. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath for a count of four. One, two, three, four. Exhale for a count of four. One, two, three, four. Now you're gonna hold your breath for a count of four. One, two, three, four. You're going to exhale for a count of four. One, two, three, four. Let it all out. This is an exercise that is especially great for those who are dealing with anxiety even children as well to allow them to calm this is great for the nervous system also good for your lungs as well so give it a try and let me know how you enjoyed it we'll be taking another break and we'll be right back you are listening to dropping gems
2: I... And I don't ever want to see
0: Yes, we have t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, home decor, and so much more. You can get your official Dropping Gems merchandise at www.KeishaGems.com slash apparel. Hello, and welcome back to Dropping Gems. I'm your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian, and the two songs that played Right before the break, the first one was entitled Before I Fall, which is by Cherie Yell. And the next song that played afterwards was called Thinking About You, which is by Kia Ham. And these songs are available on Spotify and iTunes. Also, the song that played in the background during the meditative moment is entitled Tranquility by Dr. Candice Williams and her music is available on spotify and itunes now on today's show our guest today is a dr leroy lott he is a licensed new york state board certified doctor of acupuncture he is the owner of acupuncture is my life and has an acupuncture clinic in queens new york and is planning to open a clinic in South Africa within the next two years. Dr. Lott is well known for providing acupuncture and herbal treatments to communities of color throughout the five boroughs of New York City. Let's welcome Dr. Leroy Lott to the show.
3: It's a pleasure to be here. Definitely is.
0: Definitely. And so Dr. Latt, today I wanted to talk about um, acupuncture and how it mm-hmm. correlates with um, depression and also um, actually helping people who suffer with, or shouldn't even say suffer, deal with depression, how it could alleviate um, the symptoms, because we know that um, depression is a, a chemical imbalance in the brain. So how can acupuncture help with that? You know what I mean? Because most of of the time people correlate um, acupuncture with pain management and not so much with um, symptoms of depression. So I just wanted to talk to you about that today.
3: Well, from a Chinese medicine perspective, um, it it gets a little deeper. It's deeper than just, you know, how the brain is affected and the chemical imbalance overall. Because in general, Depression can be seen as, let's say, a change in mood consistent of a feeling of sadness that can vary, like from mild despondency to the most abject despair. And oh my gosh, my phone, sorry about that, to the most abject of despair. And I view this change in mood as relatively fixed, and it could persist over a period of days, weeks, months, or even years. So, you know, when it comes to acupuncture, everyone's constitution is different, okay? And in Chinese medicine, in most cases, we don't view it as so much as a chemical imbalance because you have 12 main meridians in in the body. And when these pathways become obstructed, it can present with a lot of different issues, okay? And one of them can be depression. So an acupuncturist views everyone's constitution as if someone walks into the office to, and they present with symptoms of depression, what happens is we would conduct an intake and and determine a diagnosis based on which meridian is possibly obstructed, what's causing things, even from an Eastern nutrition perspective, from what you're putting in your mouth, and the coolest thing is, everyone is everyone's constitution is different. So when you're born, you're born with deficiencies that can lead to excesses and can present itself twenty years later, thirty years later in your life. But acupuncture is great, you know. And, and our job is to determine what's wrong, what's causing this imbalance between yin and yang, because yin and yang, when it's balanced, the body's in home in the homeostasis state of existence which is so cool
0: yeah you mentioned yin and yang can you explain to uh, my viewers what exactly is that what do you what do you mean when you talk about um yin and yang being in balance
3: well yin and yang yin is basically represented by your internal organs you have certain internal organs that nourish and nurture okay and yang is the energy of the body So these organs basically nourish the energy aspects of the body that allow you to perform your daily functions. Let's use blood, for instance. Now, blood is a form of yin. But without yang, blood will not move. You know, it'll remain stagnant in the vessels. So you need a form of energy that pushes it constantly through the vessels where it circulates throughout the body. So one is mutually consuming of the other. They're interdependent upon each other because without yin, which nourishes yang, you won't have energy. Now without yang, which also moves yin, everything will be stagnant. So you need that balance for everything to flow and exist. And when everything is in balance, when yin and yang are in balance, the body, is a human organism, can heal itself. And that's the objective of acupuncture, is keeping that balance, whereas the body is properly nourished to heal itself, in a nutshell.
0: Wow. So now I'm thinking, as it relates to um, depression, mm-hmm. when you're talking about the 12 meridians, there is some sort of blockage, like something is not moving, mm-hmm. so to speak.
3: Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. And that gets into the different pathologies of depression. But yeah, there's, there's blockage, stagnation, you know, but that gets into the pathologies of it though.
0: So would you say that um, this is something that can be diagnosed by acupuncturists?
3: Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, because in our intake, it's, it's our job to determine which meridian could potentially be obstructed. Because everything from external pathogenic factors external sources in the form of stress, things like that, you know, as well as internally, like how are we bottling certain energies, whether it's dark energies or light energies or too much of anything in particular can cause stagnation as well as too little of certain things can cause stagnation in the body. So, you know, like I said, everyone's constitution is different. So there's no set textbook way of assessing, you know, or being able to spew out, you know, what's obstructed and what's not. And acupuncturist has to sit with the individual to determine
0: that. Oh, wow. So you don't have to be a doctor of acupuncture to actually diagnose someone with um, um, with depression, so to speak, or do you have to? That's,
3: that's, that, that's a tough one to answer. That's a tough one. I to know, you here. have your
0: doctorate and your license here. So I am wonder, because you have those qualifications, I wonder if
3: someone else doesn't, are they able to do the
0: same? That's, I'm just curious. Well,
3: Reiki therapists can, deter- can you know, pick up stagnation. Mm-hmm. Um, you have naturopathic doctors that can pick that up, doctors of osteopathic medicine. You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say, you know, being untrained you can or cannot because it's also how in tune you are with your body you know in today's society the media phones television things like that it separates us it it creates a wall where we lose touch with our bodies you know whereas in the past when we didn't have all of these obfuscatory mechanisms existing and if we felt a certain way on a certain day we knew what was wrong Mm -hmm. we knew what spawned that and we were also in touch with nature whereas we knew what types of foods we can eat to help with that you know but nowadays we lost touch where an individual actually has to be trained to some extent to realize the natural obvious you know as to how things even started it
0: makes sense that makes a lot of sense because I think about my grandmother and how I grew up, you know, my parents, my family's from the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and more so they were in touch with nature. Cause I know mm-hmm. me as a child when I got sick, I didn't really get too much over-the-counter medication. It was some kind of tea I was given to drink, some kind of mm-hmm. herb or something mm-hmm. like that I was given. I and they, medication like they, they, the last resort.
3: And they also knew how much rest you needed. Uh-huh. You know, and and so forth and so on. So it's not even just what you ingested. Yeah. The rest comes in, whereas the body, you know, if you fortify the body with what it needs, now you get some rest and it'll heal itself. Uh-huh. And that's also even how acupuncture plays itself out, you know.
0: It makes sense, though, especially now with this pandemic going on and oh. so many people, they're grieving in so many different ways, not just with um, the loss of um, loved ones, but also their way of life and their way of being how they were for people right. lost their jobs and all that. So I could see depression being on the rise because oh. so many people are grieving now mm-hmm. due to what's going on. So that makes, um, it makes a lot of sense of what you're saying um, what would you consider can contribute to this order
3: well there there are four factors four mm-hmm. factors um, basic ones one can be emotional stress which can give way to anger sadness grief worry guilt um, another one can be constitutional traits which i spoke about everyone's constitution is different you can have a person that was born with an inherent kidney deficiency. Now, mm-hmm. when it comes to Chinese medicine, the kidneys govern willpower, whereby a weakness of willpower serves as the underlying background for depression. And this is what I stated earlier, where someone can be born with a certain deficiency, but it won't present, it may not present itself for decades. And it can be that one trigger, let's just say what you just spoke of, you know, this pandemic. It can be that one trigger that can bring it right out. And an acupuncturist would sit back, they would understand this. You know, they would begin to look for signs, let's say um, something as simple as weakness of knees, lower back pain, ringing in the ears, the, the texture of the hair on top of their head, there's a lot of things, there's certain aspects of the eyes that an acupuncturist will look at. There's tons of questions that they'll ask that'll give them hints that the kidney meridian is a deficiency, whether it's kidney qi, kidney yin, kidney yang, and then from there, we know what to ask the patient. And then you can palpate certain points on the meridian that'll be extremely tender. And the patient will say, doc, oh, that, that hurt, that felt uncomfortable. And I would teach my patients, this is a certain point on the kidney meridian that's responsible for X, Y, and Z, as well as willpower. And I'll explain everything to them. And then I'll know which point prescriptions to put together to treat this deficiency, to nourish the deficiency, to, to restore balance. Now, another contributing factor can be your diet. We are what we eat. And during this pandemic, as you previously spoke of, a lot of people just binging on junk food, greasy food, too much dairy products, and these can cause obstructions as well as stagnation. And we hinted on that earlier. Stagnation can be a pathology of depression because you know you can have stagnation of let's say chi, blood, dampness, phlegm, heat, as well as food, and you know that can cause a myriad of problems. You know, because you are what you eat overall. Another can be, another contributing factor to this disorder can be overwork. You know, you can work too much. And it doesn't mean physical labor. A lot of people, as a result of, and I'm going to stick with using the pandemic as an instance, were working remote. And corporations were benefiting from that because Mm -hmm. you were getting more hours out of people and it was cost effective. So people were sitting in front of their laptops for, let's say, traveling to work, working, taking a lunch break, and then going home. They would work on average eight hours. But I've had patients come in and, you know, once I sat down and spoke to them about the overwork factor contributing to depression, they would feedback to me that, you know, doc, I'm noticing I'm sitting in front of my laptop for 12 to 18 hours working. I said, well, that's absorbing chi. Mm. It's absorbing your chi, and what happens is, when you have huge chi defic- deficiency, especially postnatal chi deficiency, voila, you have depression. But I'll tell you another thing: oh. another pathology can be like a dysfunction in the relationship between liver and heart. That a lot of people, a lot of my patients, I made aware of, because basically. Overall, you see the liver basically gives the heart, which governs the mind, its overall inspiration, creativity, ideas, plans, and aspirations. So when liver qi becomes stagnant, it can no longer feed the heart, go up to the heart and give it the qi that it needs and voila, you, know, you have depression. So there, there's many pathologies to, to depression from a Chinese medicine perspective. As well as contributing disorders. You know, I just named four, which is emotional stress, constitutional traits, diet, overwork. But everyone's constitution is different. When they walk into my office, it's my job to let them know, you know, which meridian pathways become obstructed, what my intentions are. And sometimes I even have to recommend herbs, you know? So it's pretty deep. It's pretty deep.
0: It's pretty deep. I know we're like talking about, um, depression, um, on a general sense in a general sense, mm-hmm. because there are different, um, different types of depression. I believe there are about nine. Um, mm-hmm. you can correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, I just love this conversation that we're having right now as I'm um, concerning with, um, this disorder. And I'm even thinking now, the things that I'm doing, cause you talk about sitting in front of the computer, now Mm -hmm. i actually put free time within my um my schedule during the day and i don't look at my phone i don't look at the computer screen i go do something else like i might do something fun you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i that's one thing i stopped doing because i noticed i was sitting in front of the computer from from morning and then it would be evening like it would go dark (laughs) and i was in front of the computer all day just doing work so that's really, that's a really important key, what you're saying there with depression. And I'm even thinking about when I was diagnosed with clinical depression at that time, I was mm-hmm. overworked. If I think mm-hmm. that's it, I was overworked. That's what, that's what I think triggered it. It probably was yep. always there because um, when I, when I look now, when I speak to family members, it's something that is in it's, it's hereditary. Right? Right. There are other people in my family who have dealt with this, wasn't talked about. But other people in my family talked that um, dealt with um, depression as well, or it's a, or some aspect of depression, and um, they were all educators. So I'm wondering too if they were overworked as well, what caused it to trigger. You know. So now you're giving me um, this. You're giving me something to think about.
3: I mean, um, that that could be the trigger. That could be the trigger as far as let's say when you say it runs in your family. Yeah. Relative to constitutional traits, mm-hmm. you know, the overwork can be the trigger to really allowing this kidney deficiency to present itself. Because again, like I said, the kidneys in Chinese med- medicine governs willpower, and when there's a deficiency, that's your backdrop to depression to an acupuncturist, and they understand that. You know, it so makes sense. Kidney yeah. deficiency can could possibly run in your family but you know i would need to diagnose you on acupuncturist to determine that
0: yeah definitely because i'm thinking you talk about the kidney right above this kidney we have the adrenal gland and then if that's overworked that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. that could lead to depression so i'm thinking about even Mm -hmm. um anatomy of the body wow you just gave me like an aha moment (laughs) (laughs) you really did
3: (laughs) yeah that's cool that's cool that is so cool
0: um, are there any specific patterns as well as potential treatment protocols to treating someone with depression? I know you you do the um, the overall like I, I would say intake, I don't know what you would call it, <laughs> you know what you say. Okay, so you do like the intake. I know that you'd like probably examine the tongue and different things you talked about and the pulse. yeah, so are there any like other protocols you would use when treating someone with depression?
3: I mean it did a tons of patterns that can be tied to depression, but just to serve as an example, let's take for instance, liver chi stagnation, which can occur as a result of stress, you know, and that can lead to depression. Whereas an acupuncturist, as far as treatment protocol would look to let's say soothe the liver, move chi, because it's all about chi circulation, chi and blood circulation move chi to eliminate this stagnation. Um, Let's say another, let's try and switch gears and and confuse people a little
2: bit.
3: Say heart and lung chi deficiency, you know, where stagnation of the heart and lung An acupuncturist would look to move heart and lung chi to calm the mind and lift the person's mood. Another can be phlegm heat, harassing the mind Now, this can come from diet, you know, because eating certain foods, hot foods, greasy foods can stimulate the overproduction of phlegm. And when phlegm sits in certain areas or pockets of the body, it can generate heat, which then harasses the mind. And people would express that in forms of, let's say, mental restlessness, anxiety, depression, Whereas an acupuncturist would look to, let's say, resolve this phlegm, clear heat, and open up the mind's orifices to settle people down and just put them in a different state of mind. You know? Wow. You so there, about there's, there's the many heart, patterns. Huh?
0: The heart meridian, when you talk about that, when that's closed, because I'm thinking about the chakra system now. I know I'm mentioning a term <laughs> that might confuse some viewers, but I'm thinking about when, <laughs> when, that, when that area is blocked, too, when you're grieving, you know, sadness, that can lead to depression as well. So that all makes sense in correlation to acupuncture. Okay.
3: Because, because the thing is, is like grieving and sadness affects lung chi. And lung, the lungs and heart, as yin organs, are in the upper jowl. So a lot of times, any pathologies that affect the head, and the chest do eventually affect the heart and the lungs. But sticking to the point at hand, the heart in Chinese medicine governs the mind. So when things yeah. stagnate or are affected, you, there you have it right there. You know, sign of depression, anxiety, things of that nature. Yeah, there you have it.
0: That makes so much sense.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it does
0: because some people lead with their heart, you know, and they <laughs> And they'll say that's their you know it's connected with the mind especially like when you're in love so that makes a lot of sense all right mm-hmm. okay you're giving me some aha moments here dr <laughs> and you I know mean,
3: the, the, the cool thing, speaking? <laughs> the coolest thing i mean a lot of people are looking at the pandemic in a negative way uh-huh. but i do like shed a little light on the fact that this is all it, it, it's also it also can be seen as a blessing because it should have allowed people to hone in on themselves more, hone in on family, just hone in on so much to determine the things that you need to correct. And believe it or not, so many people, as once the restrictions were lifted, a lot of my colleagues were surprised as to how many people were turning to acupuncture, Reiki therapy, naturopathic medicine, People began to also take their health and their lifestyles a little more serious. Uh So, you know, I have to add that, although, you know, a lot more became depressed as well, because many people becoming depressed as a result of this pandemic is as a result of them also reflecting on themselves and their lifestyles and learning how much they were neglecting their health, neglecting who they are that depressed a lot of people. So in, in in a subtle sense, it was a blessing to bring out that light that they needed to address certain realities to be able to move forward as a whole. So that's it's really very interesting.
0: Deep. That's really deep, because yeah. um, it gave you time to look inward. And some people, that's something they never did, because they were so distracted by work and mm-hmm. everything else going on around them, and whether it's the children going back and forth. Now they had to everything was in-house. They had to sit and be mm-hmm. with themselves, even people who lived alone.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Definitely. Definitely. So as an acupuncturist, you mentioned earlier that you do um, you do um, I guess I don't I don't want to use the word prescribe. Um
3: recommend. Recommend this. <laughs>
0: you, you do recommend um, herbs to um to your your patient. So um, what what herbs can you say could assist with um this, this with this disorder? And when we're talking about depression, we're talking about it generally because as I mentioned earlier, there are there are about nine different um mm-hmm. types of um depression. So what are some herbs that you suggest and how exactly does it help?
3: Now that's that's a tough question. Okay. Um and especially to avoid legalities, I can't get too specific. Yeah, you know, you have the nine different forms of depression, you know, but I will say my favorite and most generic is a Chinese formula called Xiaoyao San. And but when it comes to Chinese herbs, there are a lot of herbs that represent the meridians and disorders as well in different ways, because these herbs have different flavors, Mm -hmm. different temperatures and they're designed to go to specific meridians and when you're putting together a formula you have your chief herb you have your deputy herb and then you have your assistant herbs so to really like say there's one particular herb you know it, that'll be dangerous because some people will run out and say and try and get hold of that herb and take it and then if it either doesn't work or it exacerbates the problem, then the, the acupuncturist is responsible. But a good generic herbal formula that I can feel safe in saying is Yao San and which you know, some of my patients I put on and it's great. It worked well for them. And the thing with herbs is it's not there for you to be on for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, herbal formulas are really about balancing and removing obstruction in the pathways so that chi and blood is flowing the way that it should, and your mind, the orifices become clear, and boom, you're off of it. And that's the difference, you know, between Chinese medicine, holistic medicine, and allopathic medicine. Uh You know, see, with allopathic medicine, here, take this. And some people are on it for a lifetime. Uh They don't even realize 20 years went by and you're still taking that. You know, was the problem really fixed? Was it correcting? You know, and some, and I've even had patients see you and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, when is Keisha coming back? Or do you know the next time the Reiki therapist will be back? That was just so, I feel one of my chakras and they're telling me stuff that I'm like, okay, what did you guys talk about? I mean, this chakra (laughs) stuff sounds cool. You know, but I mean, it's just, just natural medicine. The body is an awesome organism that's just designed to heal itself. It wow. is. And this is what like Reiki therapy or or acupuncture is all about. Is It's what points on the meridians are have been obstructed. There's stagnation that we need to insert a needle in to stimulate chi sensation. Give it that shock, that clears things up and gets things flowing again you know it's and herbs do the same thing herbs finds its way based on how the formula is put together to the area of, obstru- of obstruction it clears it up and reinvigorates smooth flow of qi and blood and it allows the body to heal itself and the key key area of the body is your stomach and spleen your middle jaw in chinese medicine because as long as you have adequate body fluids, and your body can properly digest nutrients, that's like putting quality gas in a vehicle.
0: It makes yeah. sense because your gut is they well they they call consider your gut your second brain.
3: It is though, it and is.
0: well, some people think it's the first. <laughs> yeah, but I, I get I get what you're saying because um, if your digestive system is not um, functioning properly, it does affect your body on a whole. So that makes sense
3: think about it when someone's in a coma or you go brain dead what what is it that's actually keeping you alive your stomach your stomach this is why they put all these iv tubes in you to make sure you're getting proper nourishment your stomach is actually keeping you alive but you kill the stomach and it's over it's over you know that's why in chinese medicine with acupuncture postnatal chi being derived from the stomach is super important. It's your actual brain that gives sig- send signals to the stomach to nourish certain parts of the body that are deficient. So those are two brains that are working together. So when you disconnect one from the other, other, you know, there's problems, huge problems, but you do have two brains and acupuncture does recognize that, you know? It, it makes
0: sense. It's like if you take your battery take the battery out of the computer, it's not gonna work anymore.
3: It's
0: not gonna work. Oh wow. Reality, yeah. So they have to work in tandem with each other. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And even how that could connect to um depression as well. Mm-hmm. So taking in the herbs actually gives the body information, mm-hmm. especially through the gut. Mm-hmm. will help to heal the other um, meridians or I should, as you would probably say, um, clear or um, end stagnation within the
3: meridians, right?
0: I'm using the correct term. There
3: you go. <laughs> oh, you should be an acupuncturist. But that's why when you, when you ask the question about what can contribute to, you know, the disor- depression as a disorder, I also brought up diet. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, I included that because it's super important. Because you can get people that can totally detox and then go green for the most part or, you know, ingest healthy foods and their mental attitude changes a lot. Mental attitude changes. So, you know, the stomach is important. It's definitely important.
0: You're right. Cause you could get clarity. I've heard um people say to me they've had they once once they detoxate. They, they have um, mental clarity, everything mm-hmm. is clearer. They're able to think yep. ideas are coming to them. They don't feel um, mental, okay. um, mentally blocked
3: or mental fatigue. Well, your stomach as, you, as your second brain feeds your first brain. So
2: mm-hmm. whatever
3: it ingests and digests, it sends these properties up to the brain so that the brain can properly function. You know, Because okay. <laughs> even from a Western medicine perspective, the brain utilizes 70% of the glucose in which you ingest every day to be able to function. So Plus, it,
0: Glucose being simple sugar, by the way.
3: sugar. Yeah. So what happens here is if the stomach extracts quality glucose, quality glucose, natural sugars from apples, bananas, things like that, feeds the brain, voila, you have the fuel that you need For all for this clarity, you have it.
0: You're right, because when I do, I find that in the morning, especially if I have a nice bowl of fruit Mm -hmm. with cereal, I don't know that just like gives me this natural high. I just feel real good after I'm done eating.
3: (laughs) And and I mean, think about it. I've I've already seen eleven patients so far in the short time that I've been at the office. But knowing that I'll have a, a busy schedule, you know, I may just do a juice with oatmeal. Or whatever I won't have a a huge huge breakfast or you know I watch what I eat to give me the energy that I need to come Mm -hmm. in to perform to do what I need to do but it's it's diet has a lot to do with it and when I also treat depression I love doing abdominal acupuncture patients look at me and say well the problems up here why are you down here and it's like this is where it all begins
0: yeah Uh, but now you say that when I was getting acupuncture, it wasn't up here. <laughs> he, was, he was, I remember he put the needles here and then in my, um, I believe it was my left arm.
3: Pericardium meridian. Pericardium meridian has a lot to do with when you're treating depression. You know, your distal points will go on pericardium meridian, which is on the inner, the medial aspect of both arms. Mm-hmm. Which, and, and I'm sure a major point he uses PC6, which is Naeguan, which is right here, you know, and PC7. Yeah, you can do both. You can do one. A good combination is PC6 and Zhu Lee on the leg. There's, there's different combinations. It depends on what's going on, you know?
0: Yeah. No, now that you're, now that you're bringing this up because I'm remembering back then when I was getting acupuncture for it. And he was, that's where he put the needles. It was never
3: in my head. Yep. Yep. In some cases, people require it in the head.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure.
3: It, it all, this is what I'm saying. Everyone's constitution is different. And a good acupuncturist is going to see that. And, you know, treatment protocol is based on how the acupuncturist assessed you and what which meridian pathway is deficient and causing excesses in other meridian pathways. And we have a major job to clear it up. It's not, acupuncture isn't just sticking a needle here and sticking the needle there. You know, there's a there's a lot to it. It's all about restoring a balance with yin and yang, or should I say in layman's terms, restoring homeostasis so that the body can heal itself.
0: Yeah, definitely, because the body is very intelligent. And um, the body's
3: awesome. The yeah. body... The body, it made everything that's around you, outside of nature, doesn't make trees, mm-hmm. doesn't make water, but these structures in which we exist in, you know, telephones, faucets, things like that. Yeah. Even
0: though
3: the bodies are on right now. <laughs> there you
0: go. Yeah. Yeah. see and
3: a lot of people lose touch with that, you know, that reality, you know, and like I said, this is why the pandemic allowed us to reflect to think and some even came to terms with you know why am I mistreating myself and giving more to some inanimate object that can't cannot think without me mm. and that depressed some people too you know so it's all about you know how was this imbalance created and how can I restore balance so I, I mean I, I love acupuncture it's, it's awesome
0: I know you do. And you probably could talk about it all day. And I just oh, love, it. I love talking to you about it. I learned so much from you, Dr. Lye. Even I'm um, watching your, um, sometimes I do watch your, um, your podcast episodes or listen mm-hmm. to your podcast episodes. So definitely you, you do definitely give out um, so much knowledge, a plethora of knowledge, especially for the community. So I appreciate you. And I thank you for that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So are there any lasting words you would like to leave with my audience today?
3: Consider trying acupuncture, even if it's just for wellness visits, even if it's just for a simple consultation, because there's so much that an acupuncturist will teach you about your own body that may spur you to want to try it. And it's not just needles needling a person because I also teach individuals who have a phobia for needles how to do acupressure mm-hmm. which is non-invasive and um and it helps so many people a lot I do cupping therapy moxibustion therapy Oh moxibustion? <laughs> moxibustion is applying Chinese herbs in a form of heat you'll light it uh-huh. And you'll place it on different areas of the body mm-hmm. that express deficiencies, you know, obstructed pathways and things like that. And I use moxibustion therapy at, on the first day of winter to boost individuals' immune systems. Ah. And tons of people like, oh, I haven't gotten the flu since I've started doing this. And, you know, this is why I say in lasting words is sit with an acupuncturist and they'll explain all of this to you. And 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 there's a very good chance that you won't leave their office without at least trying some modality of Chinese medicine whether it's acupressure, cupping, or even moxibustion.
0: Thank you so much Dr. Lot for coming on my show today. It was such a pleasure a learning about the different aspects and components of acupuncture as it relates to depression and I just want to thank you for spending this time with me today now before I go I just wanted to share my gem and my gem is this knowing that everything is connected. Everything is connected. In your body, especially when we look at um, dis-ease, disease, when our body is not at ease, and our emotions, our thoughts, everything is connected. And I really do believe that many of the things that surface in our body in the form of disease and the physical really took place on another level within our body. I like to say some things might have happened on a spiritual level that now manifests itself into the physical. So by being aware that we are whole beings and looking at ourselves holistically, then we definitely could use different modalities and acupuncture as being one of them to help to heal ourselves and to also help us to become more at homeostasis and balance with ourselves so that's just a gem i wanted to drop for you today i thank you so much for spending this hour with me once again and allowing me to uh, drop some gems on you this is Keisha Christian, your holistic health and wellness educator. Be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at dropping gems, that's dropping gems with a Z. And you could also follow me on TikTok, that's dropping gems with a Z underscore. So you spell you would spell dropping gems with a Z instead of an S. And also, you could check out my YouTube channel where I have even more wonderful gems on there as well. So, it's been a pleasure. This is Keisha Christian, your holistic health and wellness educator, signing off. Remember, I love you and you should love you too. Peace and blessings to you.
3: From Keisha Christian, she's on a mission, sharing information. Knowledge for soul,
2: body and mind. Dropping gems. KeishaGems.com. KeishaGems.com.
1: If you are seeking a midwinter getaway, look no further. The Rewind Network has your back. Join us for a weekend of love, love at the Woodlock Pine Resort in Hawley, PA. March 4th through 6th, 2022. This is not your ordinary weekend getaway. We've got the lights and we've got the action. This will be a star-studded event. Experience a fashion show powered by Pure Romance by Venice the Line, and Dropping Jim's Clothing Line. Catch the vibe all weekend long with banging sounds from the Rewind Radio Network DJs and special guests. Schmooze and Groove Tour. During the house music day party powered by jackson's cafe hosted by stacy jackson all this while enjoying a list of amenities and breakout sessions around the fabulous resort developing concert artist line to be announced it's all inclusive and just for you within our illustrious package a weekend of love presented love. by the rewind network
3: for booking information contact vanya 516-770-2196